Singapore is a bittersweet track to me. There's a lot of hype going into it. People get all the nice pictures of the car sparking and, you know, any competition under the lights is usually very highly anticipated or appreciated in a different way because of the whole atmosphere and environment that just competing at night, just like some athletes like competing in the rain or the snow, competing under the lights is very highly sought after many drivers look forward to it but it seems like when they get into it just like us watching the race it typically dulls out very quickly singapore typically dulls out very quickly i'm just saying gabriel first in the chat what's going on happy friday to you uh if, oddly enough i don't believe in hump days or weekends i just believe in grinding every day to do something so listen we got updates but first let's talk about the wildlife going on at the track max verstappen seeing a lizard on track uh, maybe Godzilla has a kid. Uh, there is a pretty big ass lizard when it comes. Well, I mean, when you look at that, that lizard's pretty big. Russell gets his encounter with one on the track as well. And I definitely think that this is, this is something that probably needs to be addressed at this point in time. This is not the first time. I'm not sure what they're not doing to keep this from happening. I don't know if these lizards are like dropping out of trees and then dropping on the track, but I think there's some things that need to be done. We saw plenty of times. I want to say it was crash Tifi Latifi by his former name hit groundhogs. Okay. I don't think that's the only one to hit. I think Max Verstappen may have had a bird strike at one point in time, but these things not only ruin the cars, potentially could cause a situation usually when the cars are coming around these portions of the track they're not going too fast that it can happen but more more importantly some of these animals may be indeed endangered or well protected so i think if that is the case if you have animals around the area that you feel or you have deemed to be protected animals and are endangered animals there should be something to keep them out of harm's way better than what is being done i immediately thought about mesh but first i'd have to see where they're coming from but either way it goes they need to the organization needs to do a bit better job of keeping the wildlife off of the track not only for the safety of the wildlife but for the safeties of the drivers and we're in a cost cap era how who wants to have to repair parts on a car hundreds of thousands, maybe a million dollars because of a lizard. You know, it's just just something that they definitely do. So what we're going to do here, don't forget, we got a new VIP member. Uh, we do, as a family, have a race this weekend, Saturday. We will be here live on Sunday as regular scheduled routine. We do have a new VIP member that's going to get this box. We're going to present them with that box. Also, don't forget, on the weekend that we don't have races for Formula One, you can come here and race in our esports competition, Wolfpack Epic Grudge Racing Series. Fat Boy Wonder, Red Bull genuinely struggling, can't believe it. Uh, read, a, read a report about it, but thought they were blowing smoke. No, it, it was real. It was real. I watched FP1, FP2. It was a real thing. We will go over the results here, and you all give me your opinions. 
We're going to talk about a few things that happened leading into this weekend that happened so far during this weekend and what has been done to these cars as of right now. So let's go ahead and get into that. Some uh, quick updates. Maybe not so quick, but but quick. We do have one team that does indeed have the Updates Galore Award. I'm kind of shocked at who it is, honestly, but in a way, I guess not because it's something that they've been doing. So the first team up for updates right now is going to be Williams Racing. Not doing much. I see Blue Diva in the chat says Asian water monitors are in mating season. Ah, aha, aha, mating season. So they run around there looking for scattered ass. <laughs> that's what that's what the lizard's doing. You know, hey, I guess, I guess if it's that bad, and depending on how often they get a chance to mate, these lizards are running around looking for scattered ass because they like, I got to get it when I can get it and when the getting is good. And no high-performance Formula One car is going to stop me from nailing that down. I got, to, I got to do something with this. I've been blocked up. I've been backed up forever. It's time to release. Y'all going to have to find another way around. Find another route. Hit Google Maps and detour yourself. I'm going to get that tail. No pun intended. So big shout out to Blue Diva for the uh, National Geographic Animal Channel update. Definitely appreciate that. Very talented she is on all types of information that she delivers here. So let's go ahead and get into the updates. Damn, they, they, hey, horny, horny, being horny will make you do some crazy shit. You know, being horny, you wonder why the chicken crossed the road. Hell, I want to know why the lizard crossed the Formula One road to get to ass. He crossed the road. She crossed the road to get to the ass. I'm not mad at him. All right. So Williams racing first out uh, front wing balance uh, for the it's, it's it's circuit specific. I'm about to get back in lizard joke. It is circuit specific It's for balance range. Uh, new larger gurney flap available for the rearward most element of the front wing. So Williams racing not doing a lot. Also looking to see. Uh, what Logan Sargent's going to do this weekend. Very interested to see how he performs. Seeing where Albon ends up having some issues with the car. He said supposedly in one of his interviews that it may indeed be attributed to the electronic system and not so much the power unit. So that's a good thing, depending on what the unit is, because I haven't looked at their ESRCE allocations as of yet. Hopefully one of those is not at the fence and then this pushes them over to get a penalty but if not maybe they're not looking at a penalty and then maybe Albon can continue on his pretty much a very progressive season I don't want to say successful season because success is let's see Albon on podium let's see him win a race let's see Williams is racing as a whole come up and do a lot better Will I am says Jay ah, ooh, laugh my ass. I'm trying to tell you man you got to get it so the next team up that we have on the list for updates, Williams with just one. We have Mercedes, okay? Mercedes is front corner cooling range uh, specific, large front brake duct inlet and exit. Uh, I think if I'm if I remember correctly, I believe Mercedes had a small issue with the brake cooling as it was. They didn't want Lewis Hamilton to come in because they were trying to get the brakes cool. They were overheating, and then he came in, just miscommunication. But if that is the case, then this definitely is not an update, right? It's a downgrade. If you update it to try to cool the front brakes off by incorporating new ducts, 
and the brakes are indeed overheating, then it's not an update. It's not an upgrade. It's an update, but it's not an upgrade. It's a downgrade. So we're going to see what's how that's going to develop in FP3 quality tomorrow. This is definitely something that they don't want to run into. They're already balancing on this being a very lackluster season, although it would be pretty cool if Lewis Hamilton could somehow catch Perez in the second driver championship standings and actually get that, and then Mercedes finish out in second in the Constructors' Championship, that would be a progressive season for them as well, given what they've already went through. So not too much for Mercedes. Front larger uh, brake duct, but maybe larger isn't always better, as they did have an overheating issue during free practice today. The next team up, of course, um, not doing too much again. We we went over this before. Red Bull have not done a lot. But then again, they don't have to do a lot because they already have the fastest, better package car on the grid throughout majority of these circuits on the calendar. And they've put themselves far ahead with given what they've done in the cost cap and other situations. So they don't have to do a lot. They just have to improve up on the solid platform that they already have in this RB19, waiting to see what the RB20 is indeed going to look like. So for Red Bull, Will I Am says, what is Will I Am saying here? Will I Am says, uh, Blue Diva is our multi-talented meteorologist, trackside correspondent, Discord battle buddy, animal subject matter expert that was well put <laughs> that was well put bro <laughs> I'll, I'll buy i'll buy all of that she definitely is that big shout out to that big shout out to blue diva so with red bull we got the floor edge local lotus of performance reason more camber in the forward portion of the front edge wing also the rear wing end plate very very profound cutout back there i know we recently we saw it with mercedes is another team I think we saw it with, but Red Bulls to me seem to be a bit more evasive. And this also, the rear wing end plate local load, the end of the flap element has revised curl details, okay? And then more camber in the forward portion of the floor edge wing as well. So only two updates there in those two areas for Red Bull. The next team we will go to is Aston Martin. And we do have another super chat. 083 says, hello, my Wolfpack family. What's going on, 083? Also, family in the Discord. Uh, new information, go check that out. I will say this, this channel has been built and started with me expressing myself, and I want you all to feel free to express yourselves. The moderators will be in the live chat. We will definitely allow you to do so. What we won't allow you to do is personally attack somebody, uh, racism, bullying, homophobic speech, anything like that, even the drivers, okay? We don't even want to see that. When it, We don't want to see those big no's when it comes to even referring to a driver. Now, you say something like crash strapping. You want to say Lulu. You want to say uh, Lando, not Norris. You want to say crash Tifi. You want to say Logan Sargent, not. You want to say Pia Pia. Like, that's cool, but we're not going to use hate speech. We're not going to use homophobic slurs. We're not going to use racist epithets to personally attack drivers that you don't even know and people that you may not even know as well, whether it's in the family or not. We want to try to have a very good, fun, let your hair down, take your, unbutton your shirt a little bit, let your, let your hamburger meat pop out if that's what you got, and have a good time. Just don't personally attack people in the live chat. But other than that, represent your driver. Talk about another driver as far as their characteristic, their character, or their 
performance on track, but let's get away from those negative personal attacks with, especially I'm not going to deal with women being called the B word. I'm not going to be deal with the N word. I'm not going to be deal with any of that. So moderators will be in the chat. And once they see that cool, but if you want to say, yo, that was a fucked up race, say it. That was a fucked up race. If you want to say that driver drove like shit, say it, express yourself. You want to say that was some motherfucking bullshit, man. It is. It was. I saw it. It was some bullshit. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to go ham and have a good time. But let's get back into these updates. So Red Bull not having to do much because they're already here. But we're going to get into Aston Martin, the Emerald Green team that clicks their heels and says no place like home. And as of right now, that is not. Uh, no, we're going to Ferrari. As of now, that's not Lance Stroll. He hasn't. He hasn't done very well, but we're getting into Ferrari first. Ferrari has a minor, small update right there. Front wing, local low, reprofile the front wing flap. Then get here into Aston Martin. Aston Martin also coming with one update. Not a lot here. Rear corner, local low, the lower edge of the lower deflector has revised profile within the allowable region of modification. Okay, so I, I got to say this. I'm, I'm really waiting to see. If and when Lance Stroll is going to come alive, hasn't happened yet. Blue Diva says, FI have issued a warning to Helmet Marco, and we are going to talk about that as well because I'm, I'm, I might go off a little bit. Just I might go off a little bit. Just beware. I might go off just a little bit, just a little bit. So once again, Aston Martin right there. Here is our team that has the updates galore. Again, McLaren bringing significant amount of updates to improve their package. Their last update did yield some positive results, which I think we can deem that is an upgrade. They've bought at least nine registered updates this time, just beating AlphaTauri out by one to get the updates galore award. And now we're going to see if this group of updates will yield for an upgrade title as well. Now we did see McLaren take a small step back, but we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt and see what happens this time. Not such a bad showing in free practice. So let's run down these. So first we have the front wing in plate, flow conditioning, new in plate geometry. We have the side pod inlet, flow conditioning, new side pod inlet shape, not to mention other teams also focusing in on this area. We're going to show that as well. The halo, flow conditioning, new halo furniture, floor body, local load, fully revised floor. Okay, so pretty much new updated floor. That's definitely going to be I did not hear anything about porpoising when it came down to McLaren, so that's a positive sign. We'll still have to see when the chips get pushed to the center of the table what happens in quality two and three when everything is really counting, when they're pushing as hard as they can to try to maximize their grid position for the race on Sunday. Coke engine cover, flow conditioning, reshaped side pod and engine cover, rear corner, flow conditioning, revised rear brake duct geometry, rear suspension, flow conditioning, modified rear tolling shroud, rear wing in plate local load update rear wing in plate geometry then the beam wing drag range more loaded beam wing geometry as you see quite a bit has changed there also we will show an image that should come up here right there that's bwt alpine as you see some of their different updates and changes before and after we will show that on the bigger part of the screen but pia pia and lando having different cars right now with lando having the new updates and pia pia not also haas is not on this list we saw this same kind of 
process from Haas last time. They focused. I don't know how many times they changed the front wing end plate, but they focused in on it a lot. Then we just got this big update package from them, deemed the white Ferrari. It seems like they're going to do the same thing this season. So much to the point where it was hinted, but not confirmed by Magnuson, Nico, or anybody in the team, that it is possibly going to happen that it might be a b-spec now how true of a b-spec car would this be are we talking about b-spec like mercedes s where it really wasn't officially a b-spec but so much had changed it was b-spec ish okay because in order for you to have a full b-spec car the monocoque a lot of things really need to change for it to be a an a, official b-spec car but if it is indeed b-spec ish we can pretty much assume that we should see more than nine updates registered because if you're going to change that much a lot of components that feed into that will need to change as well and that will be interesting also to see how that car looks okay it's going to be very interesting to see what the Haas looks like now don't forget Haas are the stepchild to Ferrari. Why an American Formula One team has decided to partner up with a brand who has probably long time had a feud with American car manufacturers, i.e. Ford versus Ferrari. Okay, we already know how that pretty much turned out and what Ferrari thought about Ford and even what they thought about Frank Williams when he started his team in the garage, even coming up with a term that they considered disrespectful, garageistis, whatever they want to call it. But I don't know why Haas would do that. I feel like it's very counterproductive. I almost feel like it's stupidity to enter into an agreement with a brand that we know literally not even if you're just American look down upon anything that's not Ferrari these people look down on the clients that buy Ferraris literally to the point where you spend money for a Ferrari and you don't even really own the Ferrari if you do something that Ferrari has advised against it seems like it's still their car and they send you out a cease and desist letter and or sue you for doing or defaming what they feel is the Ferrari product. 70 Dodge, man, got my Coda tickets. I'm I saw your Coda tickets, bro. Big shout out. I will see you out there this time. I shouldn't be, shouldn't be. I don't know what's going to happen when I land or if somebody realizes I'm there, but I should be able just to kick it in gym pop and freely roam about. I'm probably going to bring a few hats and give some hats away and or drawstring bags away. So if you see me out there, pull up on me, pull up on me the right way, of course. Don't do nothing silly, and then we can go from there. So let's get back into these updates. But Haas, I'm, I don't know why, but maybe we leave that for another live, and we can talk about that uh, on a whole another level. Also, we're going to get into BWT, which also had some pretty interesting updates as well. And what they had going on, even though it was only three, I think it, it looked – aesthetically like it was a lot okay so three registered on the list so side pod inlet local load raised and staggered side pod inlet along the increased undercut and revised mirror housing stay and winglets cooling louvers local load uh, connected to the above revised cooling louver to bring appropriate levels of cooling with new bodywork beam wing drag range tailor lipped and trailing edge of beam wing okay so these things on the Alpine, definitely uh, some good looking items, which we'll, we'll look into that. I'll tell you what, we're going to look into that as soon as we finish the updates. We'll look at some of the pictures and kind of 
compare and contrast from before to now in Singapore. So let's get through the rest of these updates. Next on the list, we're going to have Alpha Romeo, which congratulations to Joe. Joe signing a extension or a new deal with Alpha Romeo, but it seems like it's just for one year going into 2024. It seems like that's what it's going to be. And I really honestly believe, I don't even know if that's so much Joe saying, I don't want to be obligated to you all for more than a few years. I think it's Audi saying, we're not sure about him when we get ready to come in and take over the Sauber chassis. We want to leave us some runway to be able to move around in the driver's market that definitely is going to take place. 2025 could be a very big season for the driver's market. Majority of contracts and our extensions will end then. Max Verstappen having the longest contract duration all the way to 2028. He's pretty much locked in. It's not going anywhere. Everybody else, by 2025, the floodgates open. 2026, it is an entirely new Formula One. I don't want to say entirely new. That's kind of over-exaggerating. But it's a very different Formula One. Audi's coming in. New regs are hitting. And driver's market is opening up the season before. So it's going to be very interesting to see some where some of these drivers end up. But Alfa Romeo not doing an awful lot floor fence flow conditioning redesigned floor fence and floor geometry diffuser flow conditioning updated diffuser and expansion rear corner flow conditioning once again triple it up redesigned rear brake duct geometry as well as realign the suspension covers front wing local load updated front wing flaps okay so that right there is alpha romeo and last but not least and very entertaining for us, it should be very entertaining to some degree for you to wonder what Liam's going to do, what Yuki's going to consistently do, where Danny Rick is going to end up. We got AlphaTauri, all right? AlphaTauri coming in with eight, just barely losing the updates galore award with McLaren. So floor body, local load, relative to baseline geometry, the rear central floor has been modified. Floor edge, local load. Again, baseline geometry, floor fence has been modified. Diffuser, local load. Diffuser sidewall cutouts have been re-optimized. Side pod inlet cooling range relative to the baseline. The side pod inlet area has been reshaped. So a lot of reprofiling, redesigning, reshaping geometry, uh, trying to control that airflow in or around the car. We know AlphaTauri has been struggling this season. With the car, we do know that we've also heard rumors that AlphaTauri's car this season will basically be a poor man's RB19 next season, getting the hand downs from the big brother. So cake engine cover, local load, also additional cooling exit has been added to inboard engine cover, local to the rear lower wishbone forward leg. Bodywork has been modified, rear suspension, local low relative baseline the rear suspension shroud has been reprofiled rear corner again local load scoop exit geometry revised and then view uh, rear view mirrors flow conditioning mirror body has been revised the mirror uh, veins have also been revised so as as we see right there a lot of reprofiling revising of elements and our body work to control the airflow around the car is pretty much is exactly what they're focusing on. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Also keep in mind, uh, Lim is still getting 
accustomed to the car. It's a lot going on with him. He got thrown into the boiling pot of hot water. One, because Red Bull are a team that want to see results right now. A lot of people have been wondering when he was going to get his opportunity. And now it's here. And a lot of people hope he does well. Some people don't care how he does. I actually hope he does well. Uh, I think what he's done thus far is been a very good manager to not cost the team money, to not cost the team silly mistakes and bring the car home, finishing the race. He had that one spin out during free practice, I believe it was. Aside from that, he's been pretty cool and collective. So I think that's a very good thing for him to do just coming in. Don't make us regret anything more than we've already regretted with Danny Rick came back three races. He's gone. He's broke. What's going to happen when he gets back. We don't know. We'll have to see what happens when he gets back. So let's take a look at some of these slides as far as the pitchers are concerned and take a look at that. So in a big, so right there, we just got a nice shot Aston Martin. As you see Alfa Romeo's over there to kind of revert it back to their original livery, which by far had the hottest livery, this season, Williams came with a new livery as well for this race. It is not to me even it's it's kind of third to me when it comes to liveries. You got I'm going to give um, first I'm going to give Alfa Romeo the hottest livery of the season thus far. Next, got to give the next one to McLaren for the triple crown livery. And then Williams actually. They came with that one in Silverstone. That one was fire. This one, it's okay. It's all right. It's, you know, it's okay. It's not, it's not the hottest, but it's okay. It's a different combination. I think they could have done a bit better with the designs on the livery, but hey, it is what it is. It's still nice to see teams doing what they're doing to bring fresh new liveries out so it gives us something to look at and lets us see some of their creativity. Also, look at those deep downwash side pods what people are calling the water slides look at how deep those things are on aston martin i'm i'm surprised a lizard hasn't gone deep in that all right so also right here this is before if you look at the side pod co coca engine cover you'll see and also that exit back there that is before and this one right here is currently in singapore very profound raised hump right there very red bull rb19 s as well as that exit changed back there not so much squared up as this one is where the pink arrow is a little bit more rounded and downwash type situation there then we'll come here to alpine before look at those veins look at the shroud on the rear view uh, rear view mirror now what you see right here the shroud is gone you have another set a uh, pair of veins up top flow conditioning and then the veins there at the bottom of the mirror and also it looks like the mirror may even be a bit lower and closer to the side pod or to that area it looks a bit taller here than it does here now it could be an angle playing tricks but i'm thinking that that is indeed a bit taller especially if you look at that support arm that's going down near the vein so yeah different there then here you're going to have the inlet look at that inlet look at the side of the inlet side pod very square uh look at that shelf as i call it on the bottom side that red bull are very known for and developed even more with theirs kind of looking like it's sitting back then look at now in singapore definitely different rounded edge right there veins are also different so it's going to be very interesting to see how alpine also does perform as they have kind of been on the back foot and i'm, I'm going to say this i think anytime i hear somebody mention that somebody did well 
as as far as Monaco, is there a lot that you can take to Monaco and then apply it to even a, a medium percentage of circuits on the calendar? I don't think so. If you do well in Monaco and you haven't really done well up until then and adverse weather conditions happen and you happen to place, I don't think that's a metrics that you're going to take and say, you know what? We may be able to reduplicate this at other circuits. You have to leave that shit in Monaco. Almost like Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in Monaco stays in Monaco. I don't think it's a very good measure to try to take whatever success you may have had at Monaco if you weren't a team that was already having success going into that race and come out of that race and say, we're on the upswing. No. Monaco is an outlier when it comes to track. It's a liar when it comes to tracks. It's not one of the, it's, it's a very prestigious heritage track and it brings a lot of money because the stars come out. But as far as racing, I'm not with it at this point in time in this era of cars. Okay. So Alpine bringing those updates and then also looking right here before that very square look, that side pod areas, it goes down into that area, that undercut area right there that you're looking at, that that for, that bottom portion of the inlet that you really don't see is pretty much squared up flush with the top to bottom. Then you'll go to now and now you have that very pronounced shelf, as I call it, getting a hold of that air as it as it's a lot sooner coming into that inlet very more rounded off almost like a small cut in a dip back versus that scoop back which is pretty much ferrari as a lot of people took a lot of inspiration from ferrari the downwash which are called waters the water slides at this point in time that came from ferrari this swept back inlet side pod it that came from ferrari so Ferrari had evidently had some good things that a lot of teams took and applied to their vehicles. But also now what you're seeing is a lot of Red Bull designs or some of Red Bull's designs making their way into other cars on the grid. And that shelf extension is one of them that Red Bull indeed have. So also right here, do you see that undercut right there before? Now look at it. Very more girth more body that undercut is not as profound it's not as cut out there you're going to have more of that side pod coming up and meeting the floor and that's even different and i'm thinking i really like that design better but just because you like it doesn't mean it works also look at the cooling louvers which i call the shark gills because that's really what it looks like especially in that orientation and now look at those cooling louvers. As you see, they've shortened up, still running in that horizontal format, but a bit more vents in there to try to get that cooling and kind of reshaped a little bit different there, as well as those veins up there by the rear view mirror. You'll see that they a little bit move closer and almost maybe a little bit taller. Excuse me. So then we'll go into this right here. Let's let's. uh. Let's let's talk about this. All right, let's let's go ahead and get into this because I think this is something that we definitely should talk about, honestly. And and I'm and I'm going to I'm going to say this. I'm going I'm going to say this. All right. I just do not have any more petitioning or protection words of protection for Perez, okay? We're going to cover something real quick and, and don't, don't kill the messenger. 
it is what it is. Don't kill the messenger, but let's just talk about it so we can go through this. So Helmet Marco, before we get into the race this weekend, decides he's going to go have a little interview, have a little sit down, says more than this that was already a problem. But this right here hit hit just definitely brought it home. Like you rounded third base, you slid in the home, dug the plate up, and, and just kicked dirt in everybody's eye. We know that he has a problem in qualifying. He has fluctuation in form. He is South American, and he is just not as completely focused in his head as Max Verstappen is or Sebastian Vettel. So-called Dr. Helmut Marco feels that he is supposed to be qualified to say something like this. And I don't care what you all say. That's not biased. That's racial. That's cultural disrespect. And you're wrong about the geographic location of Perez being Mexican. It's not in South America. It's in fucking Mexico. <laughs> Damn. The, yeah. So, he's your driver. You don't even know that. That's, that's, that's another thing. But we'll get into that later. He's South American and he's just not as completely focused in his head as Max Verstappen, who is a white driver, Dutch, which we, and fake Dutch is what I'm hearing, or as Sebastian Vettel, which is a white driver, which I met Vettel, cool dude, not bad to compare against, but look who he chose to compare and contrast a man of color to, to two white males on in Formula One, as far as his mental ability. Okay. That's disrespectful in itself without him saying South American, like that's attributed to his lack of ability to focus mentally. All of that is disrespectful. Okay. And I think a lot of us talked about this and we said, you know what? Perez got to stand up. Okay. He's got to stand up and be proud, not even just as a Mexican, but as a man, a grown man that fathers children and is a husband. These type of statements after other statements have continuously rolled out of Helmet Marco's mouth. I don't give a shit about your apology. I'm checking you. That's unexcusable. You've already said plenty of other things. But what does Perez do? What does Perez do? Oh my gosh, Perez. This is why we know. I had a conversation with him. Talking about Marco, he apologized. That was the most important thing for me. Now let's leave that behind. I personally wasn't offended at all. What? I personally wasn't offended at all. Everything he or I say in the media is different from what we discuss in person. We have a good relationship. What in the fuck are you talking about, Perez? That's comparable to eating three cans of beans and just farting out your ass and saying something. What are you talking about? He apologized. He only apologized to you because pressure came that may affect the bottom dollar of the Red Bull team and probably... People that have a say over his position there said he needed to. Did he apologize to you for any of the other situations? I don't think so. 
and then you're going to say I personally wasn't offended at all? You weren't personally offended that this man said you were from South America? You weren't personally offended that he said you mentally aren't able to do what other white drivers can do because your ass is from South America. That wasn't personally offensive. You didn't find it personally offensive that he said you have other things to focus on. Plus, you're having your fourth kid. That's why you're not pretty much a good driver. That didn't personally offend you. I'm trying to find out when do we get to the point that Sergio Perez starts to stand the fuck up for himself when do we get to that point pin perez lowe's is having a sale on knee pads i'm trying to tell you what are we doing the man said in public you may have been drinking tequila which is why you were asleep at the wheel and russell got the advantage on you meanwhile almost indicting you of being irresponsible as an elite Formula One driver to be under the influence and drive a car. But that does not even hold water to this. And Perez says, everything that he or I say, what do you say, Perez? What do you say? You want to tell us about the time that you said Max has got his championship because of you? It ain't too far from wrong. It's not too far from wrong. What have you said? You want to say that your dad, because he says congratulations to Max when he wins a race and doesn't shit on you like Max's dad shits on you when you win a race? What are you talking about? Everything he or I say in the media is different from what we discuss in person. I would have a personal problem with that. That if you try to treat me with respect when we are off camera, but then you get in front of a camera that is not only nation, but worldwide televised, and you disrespect me, I got a personal problem with that. Personally. Personally, screw you. I got a problem with that. This man is literally seeming like, I don't, I don't know. I've never seen it. Can somebody explain to me, do jellyfish have vertebrae? Do they have a spine? How is Sergio Perez taking all of these G's yet sitting upright in a Formula One car having not a spine in sight? Your relationship? Is that what you consider a relationship, bro? You got to be kidding me, man. It's a, you're indefensible. You just gave up everything that probably people are watching. Your people from your own country are looking at this and saying, who the hell is this dude? Or maybe they already know who you are and they're not surprised about it. Maybe this is who you are. A pushover, a pin cushion, a punching bag. Somebody who doesn't mind being told you're never going to be first. You're glad if you're last. Be happy if you get second. That's the most you're going to get. If Red Bull wanted such a yes man, they have one in Sergio Perez. He just indicted himself and told us all, don't stand up for me because I won't stand up for myself. And let me ask you this. Why in the hell are the media asking Lewis Hamilton about this shit and not other drivers about this? You asked Perez, did you ask Max? He's the champion. Max is the champion. He's about to win another championship this season. Why isn't Max being asked about this? If he's supposedly supposed to be the face of Formula One, because he's not. But why isn't he being asked about this? He's in the team. 
He said things that definitely were disrespectful toward Perez. He's done things by action that shows he doesn't have respect for Perez. Why aren't you asking Max about this? Why aren't you asking Christian Horner about this in pre or post free practice interviews? Is there, there seems to be some untold coddling for Red Bull when this shit pops up. If these things, which other things have popped up in Mercedes, they're asking Lewis. They're asking George. They're asking Toto. Now it's like ask Lewis Hamilton about Red Bull's business. Why? Because he black? Let's ask the black man what he's going to say. And if he says something that we can use to spice this up, we'll do it. Don't ask Lewis Hamilton shit. He's already had and still has his fair amount of criticism, of racism, of bias, of discrimination that he has continuously had to deal with in Formula One and even in karting as a young kid. He don't need to be asked about shit that don't have to do with Mercedes and somebody talking about him. This about Perez. Talk to Perez. Talk to Helmet Mark Go. Talk to Max Verstappen. Not have any character crapping. Talk to Christian Horner, who says many other disrespectful things, but even he said Helmet Marco is a PR nightmare. Talk to the Red Bull count. Let us hear what they have to say. Let me hear what other people have to say. Let me hear what Lando, what Carlos, what Esteban, anybody else. Don't ask Lewis Hamilton if you're not going to ask anybody else. Zero three, speak the truth, Jay. Big facts. Thank you, brother. It's just so obvious. What are we doing? Perez, hey, do you, bro? I, if I speak on something about Perez, it's just going to be in general for other people that might come into the sport because Perez has told us pretty much, well, I would like to talk to Perez and just ask him, what is your mind frame going through this? Like, how do you not find this offensive? Just respectfully, Perez, how do you not find it offensive? He's talking about you being deficient and less, lesser than. Pretty much, you're lesser than because you're from South America. It's just, I don't know. It just really, I, I don't know. I guess, hey, Perez, do you, bro? I guess, whatever. So, anyway, let's go ahead. We'll go into this uh, free practice. As we see right here, believe this is FP1. And we have Verstappen third. Yeah, this is FP1 because I think they fell further back in FP2. Verstappen third, but as you see, uh, not terribly off there. Hamilton and Russell fifth and sixth. Ferrari having another nice showing. Uh, now we're going to see if Ferrari indeed are on an upswing. They've changed the philosophy of their car. Fred sounded pretty confident. Even Charles talked to as much about being confident in Ferrari. I wasn't really sure. I'm still not sure if, if Charles is completely sold on the ability of Ferrari to assist him on getting a championship. But I will say this. If Ferrari come out of this race with another podium, they indeed may have turned things around. And I will look next season to see how they come out swinging. Don't come out with another shakedown and then breakdown in the season. Pretty much what you did. The highlight of Ferrari season just thus far is their shakedown from their livery launch. They've done nothing that's been more wowing than that. 
We've seen several Charles mistakes. We've seen Carlos pretty much come into commanding the team and also doing a pretty good job last race with trying to drive against Max Verstappen in a lesser car. Carlos, big shout out to you. Credit to you, bro. Now we got them both at the top of the chart, but this is free practice and we all know don't take extremely too much from free practice logan Sargent, pia pia joe back there toward the back lawson hulk mag i mean that's kind of typical albon even up there even though some issues and then we'll go into fp2 where max fell lower perez happened to come out a bit more better there also we saw what happened albon situation with the car so we'll see what happens to him in fp3 and then quali Again, Ferrari at the top of the charts. Russell climbing a bit. Hamilton only one more spot. But we've often often seen when they get into the race, Hamilton usually comes alive at least as much as he can with Mercedes and their lack of pit stops and our strategy. Lando with the updates in six while Pia is in the top 15 or let's just say the bottom. <laughs> let's just say the bottom of there, the bottom 20. Let's just go ahead and say that. I mean, he's... He doesn't have any updates on his car. I still want to see what he's going to do. Red Bull genuinely seem that they do have a situation with the car. Genuinely. Does this last long? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Red Bull will work through the night. Probably working right now. Uh, depending on what time it is there because they got curfew. So maybe not right now. But I'm I'm pretty sure they'll have this figured out. By the time FP3 comes, we'll see an increased amount of performance. And then by the time quality comes, we'll see what we typically usually see. Max Verstappen on pole or can't count Ferrari or Mercedes out because we've seen them on pole too. So give, you know, a little bit of credit. Very little, very little credit there. But typically Max Verstappen on pole, RB19s running to the top. So we'll look to see if that remains true but if not then what's happening i don't know it's an anomaly don't take anything from this that red bull hit a snag if this is the worst that happens to them in probably a very reliable season for red bull which it has been dnfs like where you know, Max Verstappen making mistakes on track to cause them track position. Like where? Write a postcard if you're still out there. Don't take too much from that. Red Bull have been a, a outside because I always have to say this because it's true context. Outside from the cheating, aside from any of the other stuff, Red Bull have still been a very solid team. They do very good on strategy. They do a phenomenal job on pit stops. And they have two good drivers, if not a very, very good driver in Max Verstappen. And he does his job when he gets in the car. So don't expect too much from this. If it does happen, you still can't even criticize him too much. It's one race where they've failed to either set the car up properly and not make it into the race with a properly set up car or they have a DNF. It happens. And if it only happens one time to Red Bull in the season, whoop-de-doo. Well, you're going to crucify him for it? No. It, I mean, shit. If you do, you I mean, it is what it is. They're right there. They're going to stay right there. And one guy's literally doing that. Max Verstappen's literally doing that by himself because Perez has been very lackluster with his performance. I'm hoping he cleans it up because if he's not, Lewis Hamilton could possibly snipe him out.
And I don't know what that would look like. Like, what does it look like if Lewis Hamilton snipes you out in an RB19 for second place in the Drivers' <laughs> Constructed Championship? Oh, my gosh. Bro, I'm going to join you. I'm going to join you so bad. And then I'm going to join other people that talk shit about Lewis because that doesn't say you're washed. That says watch out. If I get a car that's competitive, you're through. If you let me catch you in the driver championship standings in a subpar car, Wallace, you had an RB19, you're through if Mercedes get this right. You're through. You're out of there. <laughs> better, better, better. You're out. So I'm, I'm, that's going to be interesting to me. Perez, don't let that happen, bro. Don't let that happen. I, I'm going to join you. I'm going to clown your ass. Big time. So that's it. FP1, FP2 in the books. FP3 tomorrow. Qualifying tomorrow. Like I said, we got a race tomorrow. Uh, if I can be here, I will, but most likely probably not, depending on the weather. Right now it is raining. Uh, if it's thunderstorming or thundering, then there is definitely not going to be a race. But if it's wet, we do have wet weather tires, so we'll switch them out. It's just been, it's just going to have to be an adjustment. Thankful to practice and all other good stuff. So we'll see what happens. So I really appreciate you all. Don't forget VIP member going to be announced Sunday. Also, I'm going to be doing some giveaways during the live events. Okay. Probably for maybe Vegas and another race. We'll see. But I'm going to do some giveaways, probably maybe hats and our memorabilia. And the way I'll do it is I will take, I will let you know when it's going to happen. And in that live, everybody that does a super chat will go onto the wheel. Then on Sunday for finale lap, we'll spin the wheel and see who gets the prize and or the hats. If I do hats, I'm going to do four hats and four people will have an opportunity to win purple sector collection hats. All right. So not this one. This one's actually the red one. This one you only get in the VIP box. You can't even buy this one. This one literally only comes in that box. So you can't even buy this hat, but the purple sector collection hat, you could buy that one from the link above or in this chat and, and or I'm going to give some out. Plus when we have the Wolfpack Epic Rudge racing series at the end of the season, where you're going to have an opportunity to win gaming gear, like some legit gaming gear. You also will have the opportunity to win merch in there as well as all of this stuff that you could win if you are the victor of that season points accumulated. That's a pretty big swag pack. Show me who's doing that. So that's what we got going on. So big shout out to you all. Stay safe. Be well. Peace and love. We'll pack out.